I'm your man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Hi, this is Ryan Morgan with Glass Cabinet Films, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm Amber. And I'm Jason from Married with Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I have with me my cousin and good friend, Austin Smith. Oh, that's adorable. I didn't know it was your good friend. And the man who does more teabagging than a 12-year-old playing Halo. The man who handles more bots than a backroom FedEx worker. The man who fills more gaps than a cock gun. And the man who spent more time on the mound than Satchel Paige. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Drew Alderson. What's up, listeners? Welcome to episode 107 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. We're in 107 episodes. Yes, where I am your host, Hunter Smith, and that's that's sexy, suave, soothing voice. I like when Drew's not here just because I get to be the sexy one, and it's, it's nice. Austin Smith. How's it going, everyone? Drew Alderson could not be with us. He's in Kentucky with his girlfriend. I'm glad him and Scott probably worked things out. I am, too. And uh, <laughs> last week, we did not do an episode. First time we've First week that we haven't had some kind of content produced. Well, Ever. I wonder what it was like for the internet not having a week of us and dick jokes. In over two years, actually, if you think about it, because 52 weeks in a year, uh, that's 104 episodes, so we went two years straight without missing a week. Why did you do that? You could have called me and been like, Austin, we're going to record 15 minutes of us just making weird noises into the microphone. That's what every week is, pretty much. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about Wave 2 Sealed Picks. And talk about the watch list a little bit, because even though it's been a little over a week since it came out, as we just mentioned, we didn't do an episode last week, so we have yet to kind of chime in on it. Yep. So we'll give our two cents on that as well. News-wise, we have quite a bit to catch up on. Um, starting with Gen Con, I did not get to go myself. I worked. Um, I know, Austin, you got to go, correct? No, I sold my pass. You sold your pass? Yeah, I sold my pass to my brother and a friend of mine, and they paid me, uh, each paid me half for it. I don't know, I was excited for this year, but I wasn't, and 90 bucks was a lot of money, just for the pass alone. That was the main reason I did not go. Uh, they, they've raised the price every year, like, the six years that I've lived here. Yeah, it's pretty much 55 every bucks per day this year, unless you go all four, then it's 9 Every year, I I think it's gone up $5 every single year. Yeah, and that's what I was talking to a few other people about, is it's just, at this point, like, I love Gen Con as, like, a board gamer and a, as a place to shop and stuff like that, but, like, as someone who's trying to cut back on spending a little bit and put money where I would like to spend money on crap, it was just, like, an unnecessary expense for me this yep, year. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, Drew did go, and he can talk more about his experience, obviously. Right now, because we'll call him while he's on a roller coaster. (laughs) When he comes back. (laughs) But, uh, oh, is he a Kentucky Kingdom? Yeah, I think so. Dude, they have a Street Fighter V booth at all the Six Flags. (laughs) Calling him right now. (laughs) He could be playing it right now. I'm so jealous. I'm calling him right now. Um, (laughs) So, from what he said, he told me, uh, here, he, all, all I'll say is he said Hero Clicks really is hurting not or Gen Con really is hurting not having world championships here. Like basically that 
There are not very many people there to play Hero Clicks That's anymore. That's what Aaron said. The area was much smaller without worlds there. They did have Battle Royales and that weird con exclusive thingy. They did Where not. You totally don't buy con exclusives. Yeah, they would not sell con exclusives, which was a bummer to me because I wanted to just buy a Faust and call it, you know, call it done. Because I doubt we get a Faust anytime soon. For one, they've only printed one before this and for two generally when they make a con exclusive they like to wait like over a year at least before they make another one of that character just to kind of give you some incentive and feel like you spent your time and money well trying to earn that con exclusive yeah or the whole earn meaning buy online from ebay aaron said the whole gen con not allowing con exclusive things from a couple different booths to be sold there did actually help the crowds a bit though but there were a lot more people this year in general because, like, Paizo has a big problem with that. They sell, exclu- not exclusive, but, like, before they're technically out, Pathfinder books and stuff like that at Gen Con. So they have lines that wrap all the way out the main hallways and crap like that. Mm-hmm. So this year they're like, nobody's selling exclusive shit on the floor. Um, or no lines. As far as official spoilers, we have a few from Nick Fury. Actually, we have a whole lot of stuff to talk about today from Nick Fury. Yep. We have Nick Fury Jr., and they actually did name him Nick Fury Jr., which I like. I think they all should have to say Nick Fury as the real Nick Fury or Nick Fury Jr. Um, or this, totally not Marvel Universe Nick Fury transplanted into 616. I, I don't know that that's going to fit on the top of a Heroclix card. You'd be surprised, Hunter Smith. So this one is from the Fast Forces, and we've already spoiled a couple of, uh, I think, three figures from the Fast Forces that we liked. Um, they were pretty solid. Uh, Four Hunter, there was a ghost monkey. Well, I, I don't think he took up a spot, though. I think he came with... Uh... He doesn't take up a spot, but he's a ghost monkey okay. hunter. And I, he deserves recognition. I, please forgive His me. His people have been through so much. <laughs> please forgive me for forgetting <laughs> ghost monkey. Uh, Nick Fury Jr. is also pretty solid. He's only 75 or 50. A common theme with a lot of these dolls from what I've seen. They're all like... I don't think we've seen one over 100. I think they're going with the movie starter kit style thing where they're picking point values that are easy for new players to add up. And This guy's got six range indom, a trait where it says it's called Me and Cheese from Afghanistan to Shield. When he is adjacent to a friendly character named Agent Coulson, they both modify attack plus one if not already modified. He is basically at 75 points just a solid secondary attacker because he has running shot with 11 attack and 3 damage and toughness on his damage he has a special power that works um when he when he damages an opposing character and actions resolve choose a power or team ability that character can use that character can't use that power or team ability until your next turn it's pretty pretty good gets around power cosmic and things like that because it's not countering it's just not allowing you to use it you don't see too many things like that in the game, especially ones that can also focus on team abilities. He's one of the best 50-point dials I've seen in a while. Yeah, 50 points, he's very Indom, solid. 11 attack, blades, 3 damage, charge, combat reflexes. Charge blades, keeps the damage power on the top click. Yep. He does only have 4 clicks on that 50-point dial, but I think it's worth it. I like both options a lot. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, shield, Soldier, and Spy. So much Spy support this set. We also have Sky, one of the sexiest characters on t- television. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. Each uh, their own, honey. You and I have very different tastes in women. This is true. This has uh, been established. 50 points. Like wine with a penis. 
<laughs> Drew's not here to make that joke. I wasn't going to get too specific on air. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, six clicks, actually, for 50 points. Four of them with stealth, two with sidestep, and the first two have this special attack power that gives her range combat expert and a range of seven. She only has two damage, though, and she doesn't have outwit or psychic blast or precision or anything to get through dampeners. And she doesn't have any indom, so... Uh, I forgot to mention, she has shield, and so does Nick Fury, obviously. Um, she really... I'm pretty mad on this compared to the rest of the uh, the figures. She does have a useful trait, like a lot of them do, the field team backup. When she is attacking a single character, if another friendly character with this trait has line of fire to the target, Sky can use prop control. I would have rather they made her 75-50, made her 75 the sniper dial, and the 50 be where she gets the special damage power. So the damage power that Austin's talking about kicks in on the uh, clicks number 3 and 4, actually from 3 on for the rest of her dial, and she loses that attack power that gives her range combat expert in 7 range. Uh, she now goes to a 0 range, but she has a damage power. Opposing characters within line of fire must be given a power action to use outwit or perplex. I still, I just don't care much for this dial. Yeah. Definitely the weakest. But I mean, like, to me, all of her utility and strength is in that damage power, and she doesn't pick it up till a weird, like, down dial. Yeah. Last but not least, we have Simmons. You want to talk about Simmons? Simmons is shield scientist, of course, 50 points, shield team ability, uh, four range, no indom. Um, she has the field team backup uh, ability, so while attacking a single character for another friendly character, this trait is line of fire to the target. She can use prob control. Um, top click, she's looking at a 7 movement sidestep, 9 attack, no attack power, 2 damage, special damage power, and a 16 defense energy shield. That special damage power is neutralization serum. She can use outwit. Uh, give Simmons a power action and all friendly characters within line of a fire. A friendly character. A, sorry, and a friendly character within line of fire that shares a keyword can use outwit till your next turn. There's a big difference in yeah, the sorry, sorry. with that power because that's pretty useful. Um, so, I mean, you could power action her to get two outwits for your team. She's a little more useful than Sky, in my opinion, for 50 I think she's points. too bad for 50. I mean, shield team ability and the ability to grant someone outwit. I mean, if she came with a monkey, I yeah, would be I, all for it. I feel like any clicks, though, if from they now came on, with a ghost monkey. Yeah, from now on, that's going to be the, I mean, what, that's going to be the deciding factor. Does it come with if a I monkey? If I win Worlds next year, Hunter, I'm making a ghost monkey. That can be attached to any figure in the game of Hero Clicks. No, no, no. It's a horde token, Ghost Monkey. And the stack size is infinite. And it's a one point. And they just have a Super Senses, like, one defense. I like where this is going. <laughs> uh, I really like this Baron Strucker. Oh, God. This this is freaking beefy. Uh, if you guys don't follow along with all of us, go to HeroClicks.com. This Baron Strucker is awesome and makes me happy because I just sold my old Baron Strucker from Cap. Uh, this one has Hydra team ability, obviously. Hydra and Ruler keywords. He's 120 points, and he's well worth those points, I think. He has Indom and two traits. The first one, when he takes damage from an attack and actions resolve, Deal one penetrating damage to the attacker and each opposing character within two squares of the attacker. What? That's not line of fire. That's nothing. It's just they all take so it. So good. Penetrating, too. Uh, his other trait also pretty solid. Each time another friendly character with the Hydra keyword is KO'd by an opposing character, modify the combat values 
of all friendly characters with the Hydra keyword by plus one until the end of your next turn. It's particularly nuts about that. It's not even by an enemy attack or anything like that. Like, you just push, like, a couple characters to death, like a little shitty 25-point minion of some sort. And no, freaking... well, it just says, is KO'd by an opposing character. Oh, it is So, you're writing in that it doesn't specify an attack, so if they got killed by poison, mystics, something like that... Yeah, you they could still throw would... to the grinder still and something. Yeah, way. you still could, uh, still could trigger that. Um, his dial, as far as his uh, capabilities... He has Sidestep and Energy Explosion on the first two. He has Mastermind, which is going to be useful with his other two traits. You run him with a bunch of Hydra minions, obviously. His damage power is Leadership and Perplex. And then on the middle of his dial, he switches into a Close Combat Attacker. He gets Charge. His attack goes up to an 11, and he gets a special attack power of Blades and Exploit. Keeps Leadership. And then his last two clicks are just stealth and regen. I like this dial. I a lot. love this dial. Man, the points. the bigger point game you can put him in with a Hydra team, the better, because uh, of those traits, especially the second one. He's definitely one of those figures that if you drop in a thousand point game, is nuts. We had some more Nick Fury. Yep, we had Golden Claw, who I'm n- not familiar with. Have you ever seen Golden Claw in anything? No idea. You want to talk about him? Uh, let's see. He has Agents of Atlas keyword, martial artist mystical, 135 points, 7 range, double bolt, no indom. Um, he has a trait, psychic energies of mind slaves. When Golden Claw hits an opposing character, uh, that's hits, not damage, place a mind slave token on that character's card. Characters with one or more mind slave tokens modify their combat values negative 1 when targeting Golden Claw with an attack. Remove one of his mind slave tokens from an opposing character's card to modify. Golden Claw's combat values by plus one until your next turn. Is was there some that controller guy? Was his called Mind Slave Tokens too? No, it was the Callers or whatever. It was like Mind Callers or Mind Control Callers yeah. or something of that sort. Let's see if that's the same trait mechanics though. Oh, you're talking about the tokens? Yeah, the controller uh, from Iron Man, Invincible Iron Man. Let's read his. I feel like that's very similar. I just want to mention, it's times like these, I'm sad we don't have a video podcast, because watching Hunter type with his wrapped up arm is pretty funny. Yeah, I broke my hand and wrist, by the way. Uh, How are you going to click the hero clicks today? So, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Considering we play with a one-armed hero clicks player, this is true. I'm sure I'll... <laughs> You'll figure it I out. I can figure it out. Uh, his trait, Slave Discs. When an opposing character takes damage from controllers, close combat attack... Okay, his has to be close combat. Mark that character with a slave disc token. Controller modifies his values by plus one and possesses an additional target for each opposing character. Okay, so his is different. My bad. <laughs> I never gave controller any uh, attention. Cause, no, uh, no one did. Kind of sucks. Um, top click, you're looking at an eight movement stealth, 11 attack pin size, 17 uh, defense imperv, three damage outwit. Not too bad. Yeah, second through fourth clicks, he pick or er, second through, uh, fifth clicks, he picks up a special movement power ID paralyzer. Golden Claw can use mind control when he does. Golden Claw's line of fire isn't blocked when targeting an opposing character with the mind slave token. That's, cool. That's not bad. Um, he also picks up a special damage power on the second click, illusionary disguise. He can use probability control and shape change. When he uses shape change, he succeeds on a result of four to six if targeted by a non-adjacent character. That's cute too. Not bad. I mean, not like great or anything, but the fact you have to push him onto his mind control in the first place is kind of annoying. Yeah, he's not. He's not shabby. I. He's he's a super rare, by the way. Agents of Atlas, Hydra, Martial Arts, Mystical. He's going to be 
that guy in this set that's like the super cheap, super rare after He will like be the month, Immortus of this set. He's going to be, yeah, he's your Immortus right here. This Look at this guy, Golden Claw. Do not buy a Golden Claw within the first month of this set coming we out. We will smack you. We will come to your house. We will kick in your door. You're wasting your money. We will backhand you. I don't know about all that, but I only got one good hand. Oh, right are now. we not supposed to be doing that? Because I've been doing that for years. I've been just showing up at viewers' doors. Two more Nick Fury spoilers, for the love of God. Actually, I think we, we have, have way more than that. We have even more. Two more official spoilers. Uh, we have Contessa and Madame Hydra. I was really hoping we would get a Madame Hydra. Contessa Valentina has shield and spy. She has two traits. Opposing characters adjacent to two or more friendly characters with the shield keyword cannot use at, uh, willpower or outwit. Not bad. Her second trait, setting the table for betrayal. She can use Mastermind only to transfer damage to a character with Hydra or Shield. When she does, add a Traitor token to this card and roll a d6 that cannot be re-rolled. Add one for each Traitor token. On an 8 or higher, you can replace her with Madam Hydra. So, so I like two, that. two Masterminds to be able to do it at least. Um, On the same click number, by the way, when she transforms. Which that's important when we get to Madam Hydra. So she's only 85 points. Now, um, as far as her dial and attack capabilities, on top dial she has Stealth Precision Strike. She does pick up Running Shot Precision Strike on the next two clicks. And then her last three she switches. She goes Sidestep, Poison, Reflexes, CCE. She's solid for the points. But again, it, it depends on... Um, Madam Hydra. I think it's more so you take her along for that trait. Right. So Madam Hydra is a super rare, and she is a hundred points, so fifteen points more than her counterpart here. So I mean, if you transform, theoretically, you're you're getting a little fifteen point advantage. She has really good traits, though. I think she's a lot better piece for the points than count than Contessa. Uh, when she takes damage from an attack after action resolve, you may choose one character adjacent to the attacker. And deal them one penetrating damage and give them an action token. So if you're playing this chick and Baron Strucker, <laughs> your opponent just really does not want to do anything. Uh, her second trait, she heals one damage each time another friendly character that shares a keyword with her is KO'd. And she has Hydra and Shield keywords. Yep. Whereas Contessa does not. I was Contessa should. I agree. Especially considering her trait, uh, she can mastermind two Hydra or Shield. But whatever. She too has stealth on top dial. She has better capabilities though, because her attack power is penetrating poison if they have a shield keyword. And her damage power is outwit and shape change. And opposing characters within range and line of fire, which her range is six, that use outwit or perplex must be given a power action instead of a free action to use it. Then she goes to running shot, psychic blast, sidestep, blades, exploit, and then the last dial she goes back to basically her top dial. I like I like it. For 100 points, I definitely like her. Especially I think I'll just straight up start with Hydra, though. I mean, 15 mm -hmm. points more already having the traits. I agree. I don't think under any circumstance would I even bother trying to convert her almost with like yeah, Mastermind and stuff like that. It's not quite worth it. I would take her just for that willpower out witch stripping, and that's it. And even then, she doesn't get in close combat too right, often. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, you know, you... How often are two of your shield generic guys going to be next to your... Unless you play those 
old Captain America set charge exploit guy or charge reflex charge exploit guy. There were some guys in Cap that were only like twenty five points. So they were good close combat. Are there any of the Helen Commandos that ha- are melee based? Uh, I think that's actually who I'm talking about. I think it was the Gravity Feed Captain America Helen Commando, but hmm. I don't know. We don't know what all's in the set yet. Maybe we get some shield generics that are good close combat attackers. I don't know. We did get GCPD riot officers. I'm just saying that might be my favorite generic ever printed. So, I mean, maybe we'll get some shield riot officers. I lied, it's Iron Man drones. So, that's it for official spoilers. Now, somebody threw up on eBay some stuff from the Captain America set. Well, well we, what we can't happened? see details on the dials, but we can tell you the characters. Well, okay, so the story behind this is kind of funny. Basically, a store got into Heroclix or something of the sort... And they thought that they were like magic where one week ahead of time you can open stuff. And so they, they cracked a booster or two of sh- uh, of the uh, new shield set mm-hmm. and posted the pictures online and they were taken down almost immediately. Well, now they've showed up on eBay and these are the exact ones that were pulled. So, I mean, it's kind of like, oh, oh no, I guess someone who... Or, like, we know it's them that did this. But um, the figures are pretty cool. We've got a... Oh, man, what's cracking. This? Iron Nail, who's a, char- a cool character. He was in uh, Captain America not too long no ago. No idea who that is. He's pretty cool. Uh, Radiance, who I'm not too familiar with. Ricky probably knows all these people by heart. I can't tell who this fourth dude is, but like, he definitely has Red Hood sculpt. It looks like Druid. It does look like Druid. Deathlock, a new Deathlock. Uh, I'm assuming this is Deathlock from the show, obviously. From the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. I don't know, that guy looks pretty white. He does look white, doesn't he? I just figured, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show that it would be him, but I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Spitfire. Imperial Hydra, who looks really cool. He's sitting on, like, a throne type thing. And he looks like he, he looks has like two traits. Yeah, he, I, I'm interested to see what he does. Miss America, America, finally. Yeah, we're That's getting a lot of... That's we've been talking about they should click. It's basically a sub-theme that we're getting weird patriotic heroes too in this set well she better have the young avengers keyword and i can already tell by the picture that she doesn't what the fuck whiz kids jesus christ u.s agent u.s agent we knew we were getting agent colson obviously blazing skulls a good choice nick fury jr a main set version and shield director iron man so here's austin one of the pieces austin's been one for a long time yeah so we're getting a shield director tony stark and it looks like he has a 50 point option which could be a resource type option. Namor. Uh, we were just talking about the other day. Actually, I don't think you were on that episode. Drew and I were talking about like, could they do Namor, or is that consider, or is he considered X Men? You know what I mean? I know he. Apparently no, not. Namor was a separate set of rights than Fantastic Four and X Men. Okay. Because there was a Namor movie in the works that ended up not being done. Such a shame, because I'm sure uh, lots of people would have loved to so see many a Namor. Mantis. So many Uh Nighthawk, who is a prime. A a Falcon Cap, whose uh, sculpt looks pretty cool, I must say. Madam Hydra. Madam Hydra. Nick Fury from... Uh, wow, why am I... Original Sin. Original Sin. with Carrying the, the Watcher's with, eyes. Carrying the eyeballs. So, interested to see what he does. He's a super rare... And then our chase, which is a vehicle. 
Marvel vehicle. Yep. Although this one, I mean, this one doesn't. Well, we can't tell from the picture. Okay, it does, it have, does. It does have the vehicle icon. Okay, yeah, the card shows it better. I was looking at the dials, like I, it's so blurry, I can't tell. So the this is a shield space rig, and supposedly, this is just rumor, not confirmed, but supposedly. All the chases are vehicles, and they will be one chase per brick. We've seen three of the vehicles now so far, actually. So we got this shield space rig, then we had Cap's motorcycle, and, and Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's hover bike. Yeah. Uh, another prime. It's a... Uh, can't tell. It's Peggy Carter. Peggy? It's Peggy, yeah, Carter Peggy Carter when she's in her spy mode, basically. All right. And then Dr. Demonicus is the last That one. is the lamest name for a supervillain ever. I mean, it's almost as bad as Dr. Doom. Like, after all these years, I tend to forget how bad of a villain named Dr. Doom is. You take that back, you I love bitch. Dr. Doom so much, but I mean, if you really take a step back, you're like, Doom bots, Dr. Doom. By the way, there's going to be a Jane Foster Thor, which Ooh. is actually really cool, and I'm glad they're doing that. Um, any other pieces on here that we had we did not mention? I don't think so. What about Dr. Demonicus? We talked about old Dr. Demonicus. Are you sure? And then, um, supposedly there are five chases total, so still two more vehicles that we don't know about yet. ID cards-wise, we know there's a Black Panther, a Miss Marvel, a Quasar... And a shield field agent. Well, we've got the whole... They posted all of them. They didn't post oh, that's what right. they, did, they did. And that's right. why I was pointing at this, because shield level one card, we now know what it does. So, Miss Marvel gives you plus one defense. And then uh, Venom will give you shape change. Oh, that's nice. And then... So, the shield level one card is, is, the, is one of the ID cards that doesn't have a picture of someone. So, they work a little differently. So, this one is level one. It costs five points. Maybe... Some of the higher levels will cost more points. I don't know. I guess we'll see. So this one works. Inspiration. Character can use shield team ability and modify speed plus one. At the beginning of the game, choose a character on your sideline 49 points or less with shield keyword and real name various. Which means generics. generics. Turn it to a starting line. This character is called an ID character. You can't have more ID characters on your force than you have characters placed on the map at the beginning of the so game. So it allows you to pick a generic below 49 points. That's pretty cool. I like the designer who decided to do the real name various thing as a clever bastard because that's something I wouldn't have even thought of. Like I would have had to go, go around some weird shit. And that is it. Aside from the big one that we're going we're gonna to pontificate on for a minute or two. Pontificate. You went to college. That does not mean ejaculate. Keep it oh. clean in here. Uh, watch the list. Said ejaculate. So we got the watch list changes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go from simplest to most uh, difficult. How about that? Well, actually, it's all You can't of... re-roll D20s anymore. All right. We all said that <laughs> that was going to be the easy fix. And what do you know? It's the easy fix. <laughs> So, because they changed it, where you cannot re-roll D20s anymore, they did not do any change at all to Doctor Strange. However, they did change... Faust got spanked. Faust got a little a little slap on the wrist, Batman no, it style. Wasn't, yeah. Although one of his powers did get spanked pretty bad. <laughs> uh, so, the way that they... Uh, basically, on his... Um, 
special powers, if you want to call it that, on the ones that are that basically keep characters from doing actions, certain specific actions, they changed it to where it only affects characters within seven squares. So you no longer can keep Faust in your starting area and have him nerf the opposing team. They also, on the mystical trap, uh, changed the wording where you choose a one opposing character within eight squares with the mystical keyword and one other opposing character within eight squares. Place a, a mystical trap marker in a square occupied by each. Even if the power is lost while a character occupies a square with the mystical trap marker, that character can't move from the square. When a character who occupies a mystical trap marker takes damage from an attack or all opposing characters occupy mystical trap markers, remove them. So basically... What was happening was when your opponent's team was down to one character, you could put one of these on your your own dude and then put one on the opposing dude, yeah, and, and the opposing guy could not do too. anything. So this specifies two things. One, that both of the markers you put have to be opposing characters. And two, Has to be two if all of your opposing... If all of their characters are on mystical trap markers, so basically if they don't have more than two characters they're instantly going to be removed from the game. So you can no longer stall out. So you're going to notice a theme with all of these things is getting away from stalling out, which is something that Heroclix in general, from a design standpoint, has been trying to do since we started playing, really. I mean, it's a game design rule. It doesn't make for fun gameplay if your opponent just can't play. But I mean, Heroclix specifically, because six years ago or so, before Infinity Gauntlet, the game was very slow. Incredibly slow. Oh god, it's been six years since Infinity Gauntlet? And really, even then, it's been... It's been five, I believe. It's been a while, but I mean, holy crap. Just out of, uh... Just for reminiscence. Stop making me feel old like I've wasted my life playing with action figures. You kinda have, even before Heroclix. Shut up, Hunter. Infinity Gauntlet came out in 2012. I guess it's only been three years. I was going to say, Hunter. Don't do that to me, Hunter Smith. I about had a seizure. I have really thought it was longer than that. Okay, my apologies. So Infinity Gauntlet came out three years ago. It came out J- January three I missed years a ago. Of birthdays. <laughs> I could have got ice cream cakes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> January of three years ago. So about three and a half years ago. Um, before that, before the Infinity Gauntlet, though, the game was very slow. There was a, It was hard to hit a lot of attacks. There were multiple ways to buff defenses and not too many high attacks or ways to buff attacks. And then income resources. And they kind of went overboard, oh, as yeah. most of you guys know. Which hit a climax with team bases. <laughs> Correct. So ever since then, they've been trying to rein in a little bit how overboard they went. Um that being said, they still don't want it to go back to the way it used to be. As we've talked about before with any game, you don't want people to not be able to play your game. Yeah. No matter what that means. And, and, in, and in our case for Heroclix, that means not being able to be given specific actions for everybody on your team, not just one character. There's a reason that, what's his name, the Inhumans guy who stops power actions. Uh, unspoken. Yeah, there's a reason that we haven't had an unspoken like power in a very long time, if you notice. Like, he was, like, the last big one that just stopped power actions within so much range. The closest we've gotten, Professor X and Shriek, I would say. 
Yeah, what's what shrieks do again exactly? Gives everybody battle fury, which still yeah. they can do close combat attacks. But I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, just the it's shut very down and, and think about it. Neither of those pieces has not even not only have they not dominated, they haven't done well at all. Yeah, meta wise. So, I thought shriek saw some play. She saw a little bit. I'm just saying, like, it's not. Oh yeah, it's not. It's like not like they dominate everything. Yeah. Uh, they they modified Scarlet Witch's hex magic to basically what we said. So the problem that we had with Scarlet Witch's hex magic power was that you could only remove one per turn from yourself. If if you're if Austin Scarlet Witch puts the hex markers on me, he can put three on in one action. I can only take off one per free action. So there's two problems with that. One, it takes up my free action for that turn if. I'm somehow being neutered. Say you have a white witch with you too. I just used up my damn free action for the turn by doing that. Two, because I have to be given a free action to do it, I can only take off one per turn. Yep. So the way they decided to do that, they did keep it where I still have to give my character a free action to remove it. However, any character, a character may not be given hex magic tokens if they would have more than three. So Austin can't stack more than three on me at a time. Oh. And then, additionally, any opposing character may be given the free action to remove a Hex Magic token. So I can give one, not just to Scarlet Witch once per turn, but to other characters. Which I guess it kind of it kind of works, and it's more flavorful anyway, where, like, she tries to confuse the bigger enemies. Mm-hmm. So, like, if someone's playing multiple figures, it's a little weaker. I like the change. I do, too. Um, I don't think it was their intention... To only for you to only be, be able to remove one per turn. I think they kind of overlooked that. Whoever designed the figure. I mean, to be fair, most of it feels like. I mean, I'm kind of shooting in the dark here, but I think most of those OP kit figures, it seems like they get less playtesting overall than the main set figures. Yeah, I could see that. Orange Lantern, no changes. Sinestro Core, no changes. Now there is something about the orange. There's something that'll impact the that orange. will the, the, yeah. There's something about the orange that's gonna sort of see play, even though its wording did not officially change, and that's because map. So there apparently their problem with the orange battery is a hilarious one. Was not the one that we thought. I mean, we were saying the problem is you can run a figure like say Super Scroll Chase for example, and he can pick any power he wants. Therefore, you can get rid of any power you want with the Orange Lantern Core. That so much isn't their problem. Or maybe it is their problem, but for now they're just going to start with this change and then they'll they'll revisit it again later if needed. Which is the way to do it. Yeah. Which is how we think they should do it. So what they... But this, their problem was... You can go ahead and talk about it. That's fine. Okay. So this change is hilarious to me. Basically they're making it where game effects granted by map effects can't be countered, ignored, or prevented from being used by any non-map effect. And the reason for this was because people were playing on the various water maps and stripping improved movement using the orange battery. Which, for example, on the... Is it the Atlantis map that has the elevated down below? Correct. And the moon map, for instance, which doesn't have any stairs and stuff like that. Like, you could just strip their improved movement, and then if they had melee characters, for instance, they could literally never get to you, basically. So, it it was an interesting situation... uh, it was a douche. It's a douchebag thing to do, but like major kudos to the guy who thought of it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where you're like, I respect you, but you're a dick. 
Like, um, it's it's a big change, though, and it's one that I think has been needed for a while because there's been so many rules fiascos with maps in the past. But this does make some maps a lot more powerful. Like uh, the one from Fear Itself where you reduce the damage you're taking or whatever if you're in the middle of it, mm-hmm. or you ignore one damage or whatever it is. Um, a few others like that become substantially better because now you can't pulse wave to ignore map effects either. Um, so we'll see if that becomes an issue now with their cha- with their changes. Overall, so I, I think I, I like the change. I think all of them are the right way to go. I think they definitely once again they're proving the watch list is really good at what it does, and WizKids needs to definitely keep this. The up. only one I'm a little iffy on is the map thing. I can see that becoming comboing with other things to become a problem but if it does they can just revisit it i think going forward like since maps do rotate like sets i don't think it'll be a problem but i think for silver age it could have some it won't be a problem if they actually pay attention to what they do with new maps yes i should say what you mean to say so the next big topic we're going to talk about is age of ultron seal device obviously specifically wave two now by this point most of the figures we have covered in official spoilers the rest of the figures are all spoiled now. If you have never seen them and would like to, you can go to hcrealms.com forums. Or my personal favorite, ebay.com. Go to <laughs> upcoming sets and rumors, Age of Ultron OP event evidence, and go to the first page, scroll down towards the bottom. I would like to bring up, if you ever see something on eBay that hasn't been spoiled yet, like dial-wise or card-wise... Always email the person and ask if you can view the dial because I've had pictures sent to me from eBay sellers that I wasn't intending on buying anything. I just wanted them to spoil the dial to me. So heads up, guys, you can do that. We've talked about Luke. All right, so let's instead of breaking each figure down individually, we're just gonna give the top four or five for each different rarity. Unfortunately, in my opinion, the common is one of the weaker slots in this in wave two you have luke cage and iron fist who are pretty mediocre um they're not bad picks i'm not saying that i would never pick them but i'm definitely not reaching for them or gonna gonna deem them as as like top they're not white power ranger iron fist some pieces i would reach for um i'll take the first two and obviously let you talk about the Ultron drone since you're gay for Ultron. I am totally gay for Ultron. I like it's James Spader. How can you not be gay for James Spader? You've got two Ultrons. I've got two Tigers. I like White Tiger. Well, that's not fair. You get Tigra. I like White Tiger because she's just solid for the points. 60 points. She's has a effective top dial with uh, charge super senses and CCE. You'll notice on most of her dial she has ways... To hit you, to get through dampeners, uh, either through having enough damage with close combat expert, which she combos with sidestep on a few clicks, or with having precision strike. She has one of the two on every click. So, in any case, she's going to be able to get through dampeners. I think she's good tie up. She's cheap, and she has Avengers keyword and that trait. So, I mean, you can make the uh, the theme teams pretty easily. Yeah, and then the last thing is the trait. So that's why I think she's a good tie-up, is because every click has either super senses or reflexes, and she has this trait where when she's the target of an attack, she can use prop control. And it's it's worth bringing up, like we've said it before, having to hit a 7 once is okay. Having to hit a 7 twice is actually a much substantially worse thing to try to and do. sealed. Yeah. Where you don't... Where there's not prob. a lot of prob and stuff like that, yeah. My other pick is Tigra. Again, only 60 points. 
tiger-like name. Avengers and animal and mystical keywords. Uh, just a solid piece for the points. She is less tie-up based, more attack based. Because her top dial starts with charge, sidestep, blades. And then next two clicks are flurry blades with 10 Which attack on both. 60 point flurry blades characters are nothing to scoff at. And then last two clicks she goes back to charge, sidestep, blades. So every click has blades. She ignores elevated and hindry on movement. She's just a cheap secondary attacker or, or tertiary attacker uh, for only 60 points. So good for a 300 point format. Yeah, nothing like losing a game to a random six blades roll. The best two Ultron drones... Yep. That Austin's going to talk about are the Spider Drone specifically, um, who's number 16, and then the other Rookie Ultron Drone, number 14, are both pretty solid. Yep. So the uh, Rookie Ultron Drone, 50 points, 6 range, a robot keyword, of course. Um, sidestep Invul, top click, 10 3 on the attack and damage, no powers there. But um, he has a special trait charging to power level 5. At the beginning of your turn, you may place a level token on this card, maximum of 5. Give Ultron Drone a power action to remove all level tokens from this card and make a ranged combat attack. Ultron Drone's damage value becomes equal to the number of tokens removed and is locked. Five damage on a 50-point figure is a little good, Hunter Smith. I mean, I... I it takes a lot the of The Psychic Blast is useful, too. Yeah. Because there's a lot of invul in this set. Because of all the Ultrons, there's a lot of invul. So being able to get through and enhance other people who can get through is pretty yep. useful, too. I was going to say the second clicks with the running shot pin side enhancement. Um, and then, of course, it's got the typical Ultron thing where if you play it with other Ultrons, you get uh, willpower and stuff like that. He's the weaker of the two, though. I like the Spider-Drone. I like one the Spider-Drone a lot, actually. Um, 50 points, robot, 6 range. Seeing a pattern here. The typical sidestep in, top click. The second click is when he kicks in. Um... He's got a uh, trait, a theme team may include Ultron Spider-Drone, and it's still a theme team if it includes characters whose name includes Spider-Man, which doesn't matter for Sealed, does it? Because I don't think there's a Spider-Man no. in the set. No, it won't matter for Sealed, but no. it's still cool. Yeah. Um, has the basic programming ability, so if it ends its turn adjacent to a friend, the character whose name includes Ultron, it can use willpower. Um, or if it ends its action. But... It picks up a movement power, which is can use charge and flurry. When a friendly character whose name includes Spider-Man's on the map, he can use sidestep. Um, you're looking at a 50-point, 10 attack, 2 damage, charge flurry. Right? Yep. Not bad. Yeah, for 10 points cheaper than Tigra and the ability to get willpower. Especially um, since it's going to be in melee with potentially other drones and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Those And really, like we could have left... The, the two Ultrons are not all that great. No. But compared to the rest of the common slot for Wave 2, they're solid. As, especially if you can combo with them with with a bigger points Ultron. Which there are some pretty good big points Ultron in this oh, hi, Wave pull, 2. We're going to play 400 points. Yeah, I'm going to pull four-armed Ultron and two spider drones. Let's do this shit. But uh, I like... Um, I like White Tiger and Tigra. I also think you can't go wrong with Iron Fist and Luke Cage, but you have slightly better you options. You can never go wrong with Iron Fist and Luke Cage, Hunter. With the other two. Uncommon Slot's a little better. Oh, un- Uncommon Slot's pretty damn good. We have the Cap we already talked about, with uh, just a good secondary attacker, has the police team ability, Outwit, very useful. There's not a whole lot of Outwit in this set we mentioned. Yep. Um, wave 2's no different. There's he not carry, defend. Not very much Outwit in Wave 2. Carry Defend, as he said, has 17. Hypersonic, indirectly hypersonic with the move and attack with no modifier. And then the best thing about his dial also uh, is in with conjunction with that Defend, 
His trait does not require keywords, so he's great for sealed. Adjacent friendly characters modify their defense values plus one against ranged combat attacks. They don't have to be Howling Commandos or Soldiers or Past. So he can even team up with some Ultron drones, give them all 17. That's heresy, Hunter. And give them plus one, so effectively making them at least an 18. While making their ranged attacks minus one defense against opponents. So the cap's solid. Uh, I think the best one is Power Man. Who's not Luke Cage, by the way. Oh, it's not? I don't think it is. It looks to me like the new, the kid power oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could be wrong. Makes, that would make sense, though. I mean... But um, I'll have to... We don't know his real name yet. It's not listed on here. This guy's... Like, when you're looking for a sealed secondary attacker, this kind of dial is what you want. I mean, this is this dial is exactly what you it's want. It's the kind of piece where if I pulled two of them, I'd easily play them both. Oh, for sure. He's only 68 points. Top dial charge exploit with a 10-3. That's all you need to know for your secondary attacker. But if you want a little extra on top, uh, consider that every click has either charge exploit or sidestep close combat expert. And we love our sidestep expert abilities. Or that he has a special trait when another character is KO'd. Did not require any keywords or anything. Place his spirit token on his card. He modifies all of his values but damage plus one for each spirit token on his card. When he clears action tokens, you remove all spirit tokens. So, somebody dies, you're on a sidestep close combat expert. Freaking pump up that damage with the close combat expert. 11 4. 11 4 for 68 points. Not too shabby. Nope. Um, other than that, we like uh, Yellow Jacket, Ant Man, and Ultron 14. I know you like to cover the Ultrons. I so love the Ultrons. What's here. what's different about Ultron 14? Why is he good for the points? Uh, well, you're looking at an 18 invincible, 10, uh, 10 movement charge with a 10 attack blades, 3 damage naked. Um, he ignores hindering, too, on targeting, which uh, we've said before. Like, Stealth's pretty n- powerful in, yeah. in Ultra, Age of Ultron. There's not a lot of it, but where it is, it's nice to have a way to get around it. Um, of course, he's got the typical drone mode, the Ultron trait. Um, and he picks up a special damage power on his third click, which, Hunter Smith, are those stats exactly like the first, or the second click? Oh, they are. The 10-18. And invincible. that damage power, pretty sexy. Can you shape change? When another friendly character whose name includes Ultron's KO'd, you can do what, Hunter Smith? Heal one damage. This is beautiful. Uh, I love this Ultron. Um, 120 points. He's exactly what I want um, in a secondary or even a primary attacker if I'm going to slap two 60-point characters on the team or something like that, which this set is full of. I mean, you could throw on three 50-point Ultron drones with him. And, three and everybody's got willpower. And then he's going to be healing like crazy. He also has poison. He picks up... He, what I like is the dampeners. You know what I like? In this set, in this set, having invincible for three clicks and then impervious for two clicks is a tough... Something difficult to overcome oh, yeah. for only 120 points of your build total. I personally like the 30-point dial. Yeah, I like the 30 points. Because well. then freaking all of a sudden you've got a swarm of these guys that have an 18 Invincible to deal with. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I this is the piece I would like to see in my booster almost more than most of the others. What about um, Ant-Man and Yellow Jacket? Obviously, we don't like War Machine. I do like this Ant-Man a lot. Yeah, I, I like this Ant-Man too. If not just for the, uh, the flavor factor. Oh, yeah. Go uh, ahead. Oh, okay. I'll cover a yellow jacket. So, uh, Ant-Man, 65 points, Avengers team ability, always useful. Uh, armor, <laughs> Avengers, Defenders, Fantastic Four, Scientist. Uh, stealth, Super Senses, 18 and Outwit, with uh, Tiny Size, of course. Uh, he ignores characters on movement, which is really good. 
Um, but he has a special trait that's amazing. When an adjacent friendly character that shares a keyword with him makes a ranged combat attack, after actions resolve, you can place Ant-Man adjacent to the target. And what's great about even though it even though it requires a keyword, he and obviously as the Avengers, he also has armor. Yep. Which almost all the Ultrons have. There's this Iron Man 2020 that's in this set too that we'll get to eventually. I'm sure that would yeah. be really good with the same. I, I mean, he instantly gets teleported, and it does not say he can't make any attacks afterwards. Nope. So you can take a blast with the uh, Iron Man, like he said, or somebody else, get next to the opponent, Ultron's out with their armor. defense, and then uh, punch him. Does he, do the Ultrons not nope, have They only have robot. That is lame. There might be one or two I of them apologize. that do. You know, I was just using common sense. You're turning sense. into me. You're just lying now. I mean, I just... <laughs> common sense that uh, robots that have invulnerability on every click should probably have armor, but, you know, what What do I know? I think armor is supposed to represent power suits a character's wearing, and I don't think someone just put... You know the episode of Futurama where Fry puts on Bender in, like, a power suit? Like, I don't think anyone does that to Ultron. Well, anyways, there's a few, there's some old armor sprinkled around. Machine Man, Machine Man in both versions of Iron Man have it. Wears in, like, fucking pajamas. Uh, Yellow Jacket's pretty solid, too. 100 points, you're looking at Charge Exploit. Again, a great combo for uh, Sealed. He also has Precision Strike, in case you're going up against Super Senses. So, he's a flyer. Got Morph, which you can take advantage of in this set, to an extent. Because a lot of the commons, especially in Wave 1, if you're comboing Wave 1 and 2, have uh, Morph. Um, his trait is when he uses Morph, he can be replaced with Hank Pym instead. So that adds even more to the uh, ability to change. All of his clicks are pretty solid. The last two, not as much, but still. Um, on the first four, he always has Charge or Sidestep. And at times, he has his damage power that gives him Perp and Shape Change. And when he attacks a character with the Morph trait, his attack and damage is plus 2 which oh hi plus eight, two high 18 defense freaking ant-man i'm trying to hit who probably has super senses oh i have a sidestep precision strike now with a 12-5 i think i'm gonna hit you i think you will too i think I, i'm uh, gonna hit you like i hit janet damn it i like the 100 point option better than the 50 but they're both okay i don't think hank will ever lift that down Rare slot, again, pretty solid. Better than the commons, so I'll definitely say that. You've got uh, We Like Wonder Man, Jewel. I love that Wonder Man, actually. I'm Spectrum, so happy we got a good one. Alchemia. Not familiar with the characters, so I don't know how to either. say it. And then the Ultron 6. So, so talk about Wonder Man. Uh, Wonder Man, you're looking at 120 points. Once again, Avengers. Or 65, technically, because uh, yeah, yeah. 65 begins on five, click 5. I forgot that they didn't put it in there for some reason. He it's, has a very... Um, unique dial yep how it works so he starts off uh if you're playing him at 65 uh he's ko'd when he crosses the red line if he has um and he has the masters of evil team ability and keyword instead of the avengers one which is interesting so for 65 points you get four clicks uh charge 10 attack four damage invul super strength so high seven damage attack uh indom flight 65 points of masters of evil that's not bad at all right there um, however, if you decide to play him at the full 120, um, he picks, uh, he doesn't have Masters of Evil instead of his Avengers. But he can now fly. He can now fly. Oh, wait, I'm confused because the flight symbol. Well, it, he loses flight if you only play him at 65 points, apparently. Huh. It so doesn't when they, say it, when they put it on here, they put it wrong. Yeah, then. that's what I think. Um, 
what happens is he hits a special defense power on his fifth click if you play him at the full 120. He has a range value of five, can use invincible and poison. When he makes an attack, damage delta is penetrating. God, the first time damn. this power is revealed, stop turning this. This power cannot be ignored, Hunter. Damn, son. I mean, that Ultra is... Ultra heavies. <laughs> Eleven. Six damage. Penetrating. I... He I might be it. the only one that at the right time can take down that freaking broken Ultron. I love Wonder Man as a character, and so, like, after the Chaos War ones, which are really eh, I'm so happy we got a good one. And that that's flavorful, it's cool. I like the fact you can play a Masters of Evil style, too. Uh, Spectrum's pretty solid. I picked her. 77 points, police team ability, uh, Avengers or police keywords. And she's got a couple things going for her in this set. For one, she has Pulse Wave, always useful when sealed. Particularly Clicks 2 and 3, which have Sidestep Pulse Wave. Uh, I, uh, she has the Mighty Avengers trait. Probably not going to get that to trigger unless you also pull, pull Luke, who is on, who is a uh, common. So that, that definitely can happen. Or that Blue Marvel guy or whatever. Um, I think he's a super rare. Yep. Yeah, he is a super rare. But he's pretty solid, too. Um I like her damage power, though. You give her a free action, you choose Empower, Enhancement, or Willpower. And she can use it till she chooses again. So you got options there, which is always good in Sealed, where you don't really know exactly what you're going to be going be up against. Though, Pulse Wave. And then Pulse Wave, yeah. yeah I mean, she, like, she gets mid-dial hypersonic precision strike with Super Senses and Shape Change. I like those clicks. Um, and I'm then also, a chance to regen. I'm a big fan of Sidestep Flight. I mean, like, that's just always a good combo. Pretty solid points for only seven, uh, piece for only seventy-seven points. Jewel really only care about her for the uh, twenty-five point option. In in sealed, having a piece that you can just throw on your team for twenty-five points to fill that gap and give you outwit at the same time is yep. worth it. The detective keyword still exists, apparently. And then uh, we got a Ultron and Alchemia. So what uh, what's special about this Ultron number six? Hey, I'm losing dude. track of these Ultrons, Hunter, because there's no pictures here. Um, Ultron 6, you have 160 points, Robot Scientist. Um, what's, what's again what I just said? We talked pulse about wave. this guy. This is the guy who, like, sucks and you in when he flies over you and then pulse waves you. Yep. Yeah, I remember this one now. Yeah, uh, pulse wave, special movement power. He can use running shot, the flight ability, and improved movement ignores characters. When he uses running shot and actions resolve, you may place each other character in a square he moved through in a square adjacent to the square they currently occupy. Um, special defense power, you can use impervious. Once per turn, he can re-roll his impervious, and this power can't be countered. That sounds a little strong in sealed. Especially considering sure. he's got six clicks of invul or better for his defense just, ability. Just, uh, that's a lot to eat through. It's a little good. Yeah. Of a defense power. So all the bad that was in the common slot got put into this guy IMO. Like, they, the reverse. All the good they took out of the common slot got put into this ultra. Pulse wave on every click. Yeah. Running shot on with every a, click. With a special pulse wave for the last three clicks. When he doesn't hits after action resolve, you may place him adjacent to a hit character and modify his defense value plus two. This guy's a little strong for sealed. For 160 <laughs> points. You still have room for a secondary and tertiary attacker at that point value. Uh, my other option I threw on here, if you need it, Alchemia... Or however the fuck you say her name, Alchema. Alchema is probably it. Robot keyword. I'm not a linguist. (laughs) Robot keyword. um, I'm a cunning linguist, but not a linguist. She has a nice trait. I'll give her that much. And she has a rookie dial, which starts at click four, which is also very good. I like both options. 
um, her trait is when she or or mother to Ultron's children. Yeah, when she it's a or, robot. It doesn't matter, Hunter. They can be whatever you want. Apparently, technology. it does. It says she's a mother. So technology, Hunter. I'm trying to be politically correct for once on this podcast. Of course, towards robots. <laughs> when Alchema <laughs> or a friendly character whose name includes Ultron. There's a there's one or two of those in this set. <laughs> You're blowing my mind here. I didn't know we were getting more than one Ultron. Uses sidestep. Every single one of them has sidestep. <laughs> its speed value becomes three instead of two. All those thirty point drones moving three squares a turn. The other thing to note with that trait. She has sidestep on every single one of her eight clicks. And she also, aside from having regen from time to time, has invincible or impervious on every single click. And her Regen first, on her third and last. Yeah. First four have psychic blast. So we talked about, I mean, let's say you're facing the broken-ass Ultron that you were just talking about. Who's getting through this, imper- this special impervious damage? Can't outwit it. You've got to have psychic blast or exploit to get through it. So I think, in that case, Alchema, her stock goes up a little bit. She's got 7 range with an 11-4 Psychic Blast. Yep. Or if you want to go cheaper and pay, play her for 90, she's still going to have a 10-3 on her Psychic Blast. So I think she's a good option. I think she's great. And then we lump together Super Rare Prime and Chase. I know you want to talk about 2020. Of course. This uh, this slot we filled up with uh, Ultrons. <laughs> really, Hunter? I am baffled by this. I did want to throw in Miss Marvel, who I think is pretty solid for sealed. She's 170. This is actually the first time we've seen this style. 170 points. She has two really good traits. First of all, when she's targeted by a ranged attack, she gets super senses. But second of all, when she reduces damage, which she will do on every single click of her dial... Because she has two impervious, three invul, two toughness. When she reduces damage, place an energy token on this card. Give her a free action to remove any number of energy tokens, so you get to choose. When you do, modify that many of her combat values by plus one until your next turn, if not already modified. So you choose what you need in the situation. It's worth noting that if you roll a five or six on imperv, it's still reducing the damage to zero, technically. That is correct. So you could sit on that top dial, just get lucky as shit, because you're freaking rolling in pervs all day, and just all of a sudden beef yourself up and blast the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, her damage power is useful too. Empower, enhancement, leadership. Those are all pretty damn High 30-point Ultron drones that already hit pretty hard for what they are. Would you like empower or enhancement for that? When an opposing character targets her or a friendly character of a lower point value, it's going to be everybody on her team. She's 170 points. Within four squares, so again, pretty lenient there. doesn't have to be adjacent. When they're targeted without wit or perplex, you roll a d6, and on a four to six, you ignore that effect. So it's like the green green lantern. Yeah. I I like the dial. I don't think she'll get her trait... When you hit her with Psychic Blast, because it says it it can't be reduced. Yeah, no, she wouldn't, I don't think. But, um, other than that... There's not a lot of Psychic Blast, though. And not a lot of exploit in this that, Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. I mean, Precision Strike would still trigger it, because... And then you gotta, you'll be like, well, you gotta worry about Outwit. She has the damage power where you get a 50-50 chance to ignore the Outwit. Yeah. At least, and there's really not that many Outwits to begin with, And she's so. gotta exploit mid-dial with Super Strength, I mean... I don't think she is the best of of oh, no, this please. option, but I think if you pull her, you, you set do her consider, aside and look at her. Yeah, right. You consider playing it. So I'll let you spoil the rest because I know you want. Oh to. yeah. 
So Iron Man 2020, 202 points. That's fucking cute. Seven range double bolt. I know. Did you right? come up with that, Steve? Yeah, fucking Steve. Armor and Future um, doesn't even have Avengers or anything because 2020 was not a member of any tor- form of Avengers team, if I recall. Look at that. Look at you guys learning on Dolly for HeroClix. We, we teach people here? Apparently. Um, Useless information like Iron Man facts. Yeah. Shut the... <laughs> uh, trait, he can use Energy Shield, Deflection, and Force Blast. Oh, traded Energy Shield's never been good. Um... Second trait, once per turn, when Iron Man 2020 KOs an opposing character in Actions Resolve, he may make a closer ranged combat attack as a free action. That sounds a little good, especially in a set where there's a ton of little 30 or 50 point Ultron drones running around. <laughs> Ultron drone, Ultron drone. <laughs> that only have like three clicks and he has Psychic Blast. Not just that, he's got two bolts and most of those, old, no, it's usually only two clicks yeah, some for the 30 point ones. Yeah, some of them only have two Yeah, clicks. so like you just sit there and you're like, boom, boom, oh, split bolt, boom, boom, there goes four drones immediately. Um, special attack power, uh, he can use energy explosion and pinsai, which has never been a good combination. We've talked about every freaking episode of this podcast. Top click, you're looking at a 12 movement running shot, 11 attack, 17 imperv, 4 damage prob control. That might be the only prob, straight prob, not like, uh, like say White Tiger. As opposed to a gay prob. Like, well, well, like White Tiger, who I'm, I do believe is a lesbian. She has the little ghetto prop yeah. where when she's targeted. Whoa, I, Hunter. This might. Whoa. Now you're going racial <laughs> with it because I said ghetto and she's black. Is that where you're going with it? You took it there. I didn't. I didn't take it there. <laughs> uh, she may be the only straight up prop in Wave 2 that we've seen. I could be wrong, but she's definitely Control one F of the and few. Type prob. She's, <laughs> she's definitely one of the few. I actually think he might be or the he, only. Yeah, he might be the only. Uh, only probably we've seen really outside of like maybe one of the Ultron chases. Yeah, so far. Um, absolutely nuts. I mean, seven range double bolt energy explosion pinsai alone is great, especially with there being a decent amount of enhancement and power in this set. There's a couple. Uh, there's three Ultrons in the super rare or chase slots that are just flat dumb. Which we've been over the chases already. Do we have to go over them again? Because I mean, once once we go over them, I'm not gonna be able to walk out that door with the erection I'm gonna have. With, Let's be honest, it's not going to be noticeable. Awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe if I wore my biker shorts. Uh, the future Ultron B-Dial is one of our choices at both 120 and 30. So why is what makes this Ultron unique from the 75 other Ultrons we have? It does, he's got future in his name. Besides. <laughs> uh, he has the future, and ruler key, future robot and ruler keywords. Uh, sidestep, 10 attack, 3 damage. Ignores characters on movement, which is always good. Um, he His top click is pretty straightforward. He's 10 attack, 3 damage, no special attack, no special damage. But he pushes onto a special attack power, spikes and crackling energy. He can use poison and deals penetrating damage when using it. If Ultron possesses this power after taking damage from an attack, deal the attacker one unavoidable damage. It's an Ultron with Mystics, Hunter Smith. I didn't see this guy. And he gets it on the 30-point dial, too. Yeah, and he has poison. How did, how did I miss this guy? Deals penetrating damage when using it. If he possesses the power after taking damage, deals the character one other. <laughs> <laughs> and then invul and regeneration on his uh, defense power. I, I, and perplex. I mean, we actually haven't seen too much perplex in the city either mid-dial. 
So, like him, another Ultron, I definitely would play if you pull him uh, in the super rare slot, 18.2A, who has a couple of unique things, actually. For one, he has a different trait. When he would be, he's 180 points. When he would be KO'd, you may choose a friendly character with a robot keyword and a lower point value. It's one of the chases, isn't it? No, he's a super rare. Yeah, he's super rare. Um, I thought there were four chases. The chases are right here, 55, 50. There's two in each slot. Yeah, those are the drones. Oh, versions. maybe this is... Yeah, that's the Ultron Imperative one. My bad. Remember the one that's really annoying that comes back repeatedly? Yeah, yeah. I thought they separated each post by rarity, but apparently I'm wrong. They he did. double posted all the dials for the 30.1s. Okay, that's weird. what he did then. Um, so this is the chase, my bad. But... Um, I know because he has Stark Industries. If you do, turn him to his first KO click, roll a D6 that can't be re-rolled, heal him of that much damage, and then after you do, KO the chosen character. So you can basically pawn off your own little drones and uh, keep doing it again. And it doesn't say that it doesn't say first time per game either. He nope. can keep doing this. So if you if you get lucky enough to pull a bunch of little Ultrons with this guy, you're set. Oh hey, little uncommon 18 defense invincible Ultron drones. <laughs> His uh, dial is very offensive, which you're going to want if you're paying 180 points. He has a special movement and damage power. His movement is mind control running shot. He can use mind control as a free action to target characters with armor or robot. Oh, gee, that's only half this set. Characters he hits with mind control get plus one during your turn, negative one during their next turn. So... He also has Psychic Blast, so I mean, you got Running Shot, Psychic Blast somebody, free Mind Control and Opposing Ultron No, you drone. got it backwards, Hunter. You Mind Control him first, and then you hit him. So that way freaking... Oh, wait, no. Well, I'm saying if you want to target two people, but yeah. If you're going to if you're gonna do all your stuff on a robot, then yeah, Well, do no, it because way. they'd keep their combat values. The modifier During from your the Mind turn, Control, yeah. yeah. So I guess... I, I don't know what order you go in. This is confusing. Damage-wise, uh, he's got a special power that gives him shape change when he succeeds. Remove an action token from each friendly character within four squares. I think I'd rather play him at his 30-point dial, though, Hunter. Look at that. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Remove an action token from each friendly character within four squares. No keywords, no nothing. Very, very useful. Oh, I know. Then he has that for three clicks. Then for three clicks, he turns into a hypersonic precision striker. And then those last two clicks, sidestep range combat expert. The dial construction is just perfect. Experter. I don't know it's if that's a word, but it is now. It is now. Congratulations, Webster. You're getting an email from us again. Eight clicks long. It's a good figure, to say the least. Oh, yeah. All, all, both of these chases. Like, okay, the previous the previous wave, it was one of those, okay, if you pull one of the chases, eh. This one, fuck. And then... The other chase is definitely... The love letter to Austin Smith. We'll let Austin Smith talk about it. Nine range, triple bolt, 250 points of ass pounding. Robot ruler, uh, running shot, nine movement, 12 attack, energy explosion, 18 defense invincible, five damage, special damage power. He can use mastermind outwit and stealth, just in case you wanted to hit him while he was in hindering. His second click is identical to his first, except he gets minus one attack. Uh, Mid-dial, which is clicks 3 through 6 or 7, it looks like. He picks up a special movement power. Can use charge. Give him a close combat action to make how many close combat attacks, Hunter? Many as he wants. 
basically. Three close combat attacks with his damage value locked at printed. Oh god, not four damage. Because... Or on the first click, five. Because if he hits any more than that... Actually, the world will explode. I'm pretty sure this one did destroy the world. Like, he just grabbed it and ripped it in half. After tentacle raping. Yeah. Um, oh, what's that? In case you got him all the way down dial to his last three clicks, Hunter... He has a special defense power. Can use regeneration. On a 1 to 2, can use flurry or pulse wave as a free action. With a what damage value, Hunter? 5. 3. 4. 3. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I, I assume there's a joke that I'm missing. He also has normal pulse wave on those clicks anyway. I mean, this guy is just... If you pull him and don't play him, once again, I'm going to roll up to your house and backhand you with Hunter's bad arm. I'm going to literally just drag Hunter and be like... Ugh. It's a little good. For with, with enough room, 50 points left over to run freaking on Ultron Drone. I mean... You don't even have to be a good... He's not like uh, he's not like Quasar at full points. Or not Quasar. Who's the guy who ignores elevated terrain? Uh, was that the other chase that we were talking about? I don't know, probably. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to be a smart player with this figure. This is this is his world breaker hope. I'm just saying, this guy could be 50 points more and would... St- still be super valuable. The fact that he's only 250 is hilarious to me. Oh, I love him. I love him so much, Hunter Smith. So, that sums up our picks. Just to recap Wave 2 in general, it's pretty similar to Wave 1 in a few aspects. For one, there's not much outwit. There's not much prob or perp or anything like that. So it's when range you, heavy, too. When you get it, you need when you pull a piece that has that that's also solid for the points it's probably worth playing because your opponent most likely isn't going to have those capabilities so having an outwit when your opponent doesn't is humongous and sealed so keep that in mind yep. uh, especially like if you pull like that little uh, uncommon ant-man that we talked about with, with the outwit and getting launched across the map by a freaking ultra um you want to have reliable ways through dampeners on one of your pieces at least, if not two. There are a lot of dampeners in this set, so you're going to want either Outwit, one of the good charge exploiters we talked about, or maybe some or sort of one of the good psychic blasters that we talked about. Penetrating poison. Yeah. I'm, I mean, reliably, common and uncommons, those are the, one, the ones that we talked about are the ones you're going to you know, most likely be getting. So you can pick up a Tigra, hope that you get some good flurry rolls, or blades rolls, I mean. Um, but you want reliability, though. Yeah. In the uncommon slot, I think, is where you're going to make or break your team here. If you get the yellow jacket with charge exploit, the Ant-Man with the outwit, the cap who makes you defensively wise, like, this is an interesting sealed set because in most sealed sets, the commons shine. The commons and uncommons really shine. And in my opinion, in this set, that's I think not they the drop case. the ball with this set, or with the second wave when it comes to sealed design. Honestly, I kind of agree. I think wave one and two comboed will be pretty fun and pretty solid because the wave one I felt had a lot of good comments, but um, this it, wave two by itself, not so much. I agree. I think it also depends on if we, I'm sure if we looked at it with Avengers Assemble as well, it would be different too. Because yeah, I haven't a great set, period. Yeah, Avengers Assemble has a very powerful common set. Overall, I think it's got some very good stuff, a large variety of stuff. Um, so it creates a really that's the thing that I kind of like about Hero Clicks. 
is its sealed environment is very versatile in that regard. You could play Wave 1, Wave 2. You could play Double Wave 2. You could play Wave 2 Avengers Assemble. You could play Wave 2 in Trinity War for all we freaking know. So before we wrap up the podcast, we're going to do a little community. A couple choice questions. We may not get to everything this week because we're short on time at the moment. But uh, Is our mailbag overloaded from the last no, two weeks? There's really not too much. You guys let us down. So Austin wasn't here, I don't believe, but we de- I decided at the end of each episode to end the podcast Uh-oh. with a theme from a retro game. I decided is, to is stick it not Rocket Knight Adventures every time because I'm gonna be pissed at you if it's not Rocket Knight Adventures every well, time. I literally was gonna do Rocket Knight for today's, but since you just said that, <laughs> I'm gonna have to hold off for a long time now. But um, I'm I'm gonna stick to more popular games. I just thought it'd be a fun little thing. Son of a bitch! If you don't do Gadget Twins now, I'm gonna be mad. I don't care if it's popular or not. So. I said when you guys send us in emails or whatever, if you want to also take a guess at what the song was, then uh, <laughs> go ahead. So Davey says, uh, I knew the end music was from Mega Man 2, but I confess that I had to look up to see that it was Airman, which was my... Oh, what? Airman's like one of the... Airman was my personal favorite. Disappointed in you, man. Theory from... You didn't like Airman's? No, I'm disappointed uh, in him for not knowing oh. Airman. Airman's song, like, I have a remix, uh, I have actually two remixes of it on one of my freaking uh, playlists. I love it so much. So Davey says, couple questions. I played a couple teams this week I had been working on, was pleasantly surprised by how well they performed. In particular, the 150-point Alpha Class Sentinel killed off 240 points worth of clicks on round two of a match. I figured he would be good, but with Justin Seifert, he was completely broken. That Sentinel and Seifert combo is just nuts, and I've pl- I've played it twice now, and I love it. I've played against it twice now, too. On the other hand, I've played teams that I expected great things out of and have been let down. For example, as much as I like them, I can't get any combination out of Wolvie, Agent of Hydra, and Hand Ninjas. I, I have. I can vouch firsthand. They're really good. He says it just never comes together. They do suffer from lack of willpower. Here's the thing about that combo. You have to win map roll. You have oh, yeah. to get the right map for the hand um, Shadowland. traits and everything. So, Shadowland would be really good. For says, my question, can you think of a team that greatly over and or underperformed the expectations that you had for it? The vast majority of one-man armies under, or I overestimate, um, where I go into it, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be so much fun, and then I end up just getting wrecked. Um, they're much harder to pilot than you think, where it's one of those, like, you either get your hit off or you lose. Um, i trying to think of any, like, combos that have I've played recently, though, that just, like, were terrible. Yeah, um, I can't think of teams. I can think of individual pieces. Yeah. Or, so... When we did Age of Ultron, I don't remember if you were there or not last Age of Ultron. I think I skipped the last one. Um, I brought a team to play with as whoever had the buy would play against me. So I kept it Age of Ult- I kept it Ultron or, or uh, Avengers related. And I played the Black Widow Common, which you're playing today actually. Yeah. I played the Black Widow Common from Avengers Assemble, who I had looked at and been like, this looks like a pretty solid piece. I'll try, I'll, I want to give it a try, because I like Don't Black Widow. Don't upset me by saying she's terrible. I really like Black Widow a lot in comics, and uh, it's one of my favorite books right now. And uh, I tried her with the 106 movie Hawkeye, because for one, he's a good figure, but for two, he has a trait where when he's next to Black Widow, they both get plus one attack. And I felt like that Black Widow is pretty good, but the only thing I didn't like was her 10 attack. So, 
for for 114 points and her being an attacker. So I took I played them together. They were fan freaking tastic. That makes together. me happy to hear. I thought you were gonna demoralize me before we even play. So I mean, I can think of stuff like that. I can think of individual pieces. See, the thing about us is um, we don't play competitively too much anymore. Really, I mean, I definitely don't. Um, so we don't really go. We don't really spend like weeks crafting a team and then trying it out. So we can't really vouch to that. I honestly, I can't say there's very many teams that I've played repeat, honestly. Yeah, for us it's more playing new figures, playing characters we like, and then we can say, well, that that piece didn't play as well as I thought it would be. But as far as pieces, I think, as far as teams, for me personally, I don't, uh, I can't really vouch for that. But, um. Yeah, I can't think of any, like, straight-up teams. Um, the Black Panther from Ultron has been pretty hit or miss from what I've seen. I haven't played him yet, but he's, I can't wait. He's, like, he either gets his job done, or he gets his shit smacked if you don't put him right, in the right place. Well, he, in terms, seems to me, in, in general, I mean, um, he's very good when you compare him to the rest of Age of Ultron. Yes. And so I think people probably their first ins- their first and only instance is man he kicked ass in Age of Ultron. When you put him in the general meta game, he's not gonna be as strong because yeah. you have more access to opponent- opponents being able to see you while you're next to thing uh, you know terrain and all that good stuff. Um, his strengths are not as played to as they are in say Age of Ultron. Sealed. Actually, another in- another piece from Age of Ultron that I didn't. Like, I expected to be good, but actually blew my mind was uh, Hercules. His ability to just spawn those old, uh, spawn heavies and stuff when you roll that 5 to 6 and just out of nowhere flurry somebody for that much damage is absurd. Jesse says, quick questions. What's you guys' and if you can gauge the community? Your level of excitement for the Nick Fury set. I myself am not really excited and am glad to have a set I can skip where I only will get most likely a few pieces. I'm, I'm very excited for it, honestly. I am too. I know. I don't think most of our people, local people, are. I agree. I don't think the community as a whole is all that excited. But we just came out of a Justice League and Avengers set, so they need a whole. Right. <laughs> Austin and I are big generic fans, and, and so Hydra and Shield and Howling Commandos, like I welcome all the. Yeah, we welcome all of that stuff. And Especially I'm, since it's been how long? Like over probably four years since Cap set yeah. came out. I'm also a big fan of like the old school Shield stuff, like the when they had their own runs and comics and stuff. Like modern Shield is cool and all. Like Secret Warriors. And yeah, stuff. like all of those old ones are awesome. So I'm very hyped to see a lot of these characters get clicked. Now if I'm, I'm hoping we get a Tesla in this set, but I doubt we will. He says the video game song, as soon as I heard it, I knew it was Mega Man. I'm thinking Mega Man 2, but I'm not sure what stage. We It's definitely Air Man. I was listening to the Cobra Triangle soundtrack the other day. Let's check Facebook. Because I didn't realize Rare made that game. Yeah, it's on the Rare Replay. I know, because someone, I was on a post about the Rare Replay thing, someone's like, what should I play? I go, you get your ass in Cobra Triangle right now. It's not like a great game. Or I replayed like it not game. long ago. On I, it's NES. a great arcade game. It's just fun. Oh, in news we forgot to mention, if you guys care, there's a uh, Fury Age of Ultron unboxing. And they show off some cool stuff in it, too. If you want to see some of the sculpts. Let's. I'm happy the Clicks community has a celebrity to rally around, kind of, actually. It's something that the community's needed in general for a while to show off stuff. 
David H. says, Have you guys ever ranked your favorite Fast Forces? I really like the latest Avengers Fast Forces. My favorite might be Birds of Prey. And I also love The Blackest Night because those sculpts are awesome. Bir- Birds of Prey is definitely up there as one of the better ones. We haven't done a, like, it's been, a, we did a Fast Forces rank, but it was a long time ago. Like, yeah, it was we've one of broken them down episodes. before. I yeah. agree with Birds of Prey. I, uh, there was a recent one that was pretty damn good. I mean, the Thunderbolts one wasn't Win- too bad. Winter Soldier and Thunderbolts were solid. I don't think I'd put them in, like, upper echelon, though. Yeah. And it was more so individual pieces out of them. Let's look real quick just at the unit section and see if anything triggers in our minds. Um, Flash Fast Forces. Eh. Uh, Trinity yeah, Wars it, was the crime syndicate. Right, which also was just okay. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it kind of felt the same way. It was okay, but not standout. Slosh did not have one. Wolverine the X Men did not have one. Slosh didn't have one. Uh, uh-uh. I don't. I'm almost 100 percent certain it did not. Okay. Actually, I know it wouldn't because it'd be there. It does have the icon though next to it, doesn't it? Um, Fast Forces, Elude, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, it was the Legion of Doom and stuff. Oh, Legion of Doom. That's right. It wasn't the actual Superman. A uh, Legion of Superheroes. Um, that was okay too. It was one of those where it really was pretty meh overall. Honestly, I'm going to be blunt. Modern Age, there's not a lot of good Fast Forces Modern Age. I don't care too much for Fast Forces in general. Like, I, I understand they're a good starter point for new players, and that's what they're meant for, so I'm not really the target demographic. Mm. But, um... I, I I enjoy the um, Justice League Fast Forces. Okay. Uh, new 52 Fast Forces. You had the 100-point Wonder Woman. Phenomenal. Absolutely. I really like the Batman. Uh, I've used this guy a few times. He's great because he got nerfed a little bit, but... His trade is when it's not your turn, lines of fire drawn to him are blocked unless a friendly character has taken damage. And he has incapacitate with three targets and he ignores friendly characters and hindering for line of fire. So typically I put him behind my guys and then I just chuck, just constantly incapacitate. I'm just trying to imagine like Batman standing there and Superman's literally standing in front of him and he just throws his battering in the air like those Call of Duty knife throw videos and it just comes down (laughs) out of the sky and hits him. (laughs) I really like the Green Lantern also at 100 points. I've played him several times as my taxi and then a secondary attacker. And the Flash. This is one of the better Flashes actually still. Um, 125 points. Police. Perplex. Traded shape, uh, traded super senses, fifty fifty, and uh, just a solid, just hit and runner because he has a fourteen um, impervious. Th- this guy is okay by himself, but when you partner him up with resources and stuff, he's pretty good. Yeah. So I'd say that's one of my favorite ones too, along with the birds of prey. I was gonna say I think birds of prey might be. I I want to say the best that I've seen in recent memory. Yeah, birds of prey and new fifty two are probably my top couple. Especially when they did the Birds of Prey ATA. Modern Age, I might actually still say um, the uh, uh, Winter Soldier. I kind of, I just, I, agree. I don't know why. I just liked it. I liked those figures. I sp- or, I know, no, that wasn't the Black Widow. I was gonna say the Black Widow, but uh, that was the main set Black Widow. I know. Well, it, I, I if you want to count, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The main set Black Widow is better. It, that's if you want to count that because it's technically a starter set. But it does only have six figures. I know that every time the topic comes up of, like, if you're a new player, what Fast Forces are starter to go for. We're like, if you can get your hands on a Winter Soldier starter, you get that thing. 
Because it had ultras as well. Yeah, it was the one. It was the first one with ultras, I believe. But it was great. It came with it came with the up to date PAC. It came with it was the first one of the new sets to come with that too. Mm-hmm. But I really like the Batrox Winter Soldier and the uh, Shield Agent from that set as well as the Cap. The Cap was yep. an interesting take with the stealth suit. Um, I think that's gonna do it for us this week as far as mailbag. I'm so disappointed in our fans, Hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. We. Yeah, I'm skipping. Oh, you're terrible. I'm disappointed in you, Hunter. Uh, Brian Drake says, Mega Man 2 Airman, greatest game of all time. How awesome would a Mega Man set be? Is there still a relationship oh, with Capcom? No, I, I think that pretty much NECA lost their contract with Capcom in general. Cause I think, uh, That's what I think. I, don't I think, think another of the action figure companies picked up Capcom. I don't think we're getting Street Fighter set. Like I definitely want. don't think we will. Um, if we, He says, if we did, what would the Fast Forces be? For a Mega Man one? For Mega Man. Give us the Mega Man 2 cast. Just do it. That's only... Uh, you only get six figures, though. I think legitimately it would probably be the Mega Man 1 cast with Cutman, Gutsman, Mega Man, Dr. Wily, Dr. Light, and Roll probably be the six figures. Three villains, three heroes. He says, I just read WizKids AMA from last year. They told Austin they would do an interview, but if they did one, they'd have to do all of them. Well, if episode 100 shows us anything, it's that you guys can get everyone together. <laughs> we should just get literally everyone on a roundtable podcast with the Wizards. <laughs> I think you should invite them to do a combined podcast <laughs> yes. that all of you guys can air, hosted by Dial H. That way it will be the first time we hear their voices and help them connect with the community. The problem is... It's like Steve hunting unicorns. Is, Steve <laughs> is not going to be thrilled if, he has, if they make him come on our podcast. <laughs> Because Andrew will, okay. He's going to be like, these guys talk shit about me. I imagine it's like the UN roundtable. Like, we all enter this room, and it's all the podcast hosts, and then Steve walks in, and Andrew just goes flying over the table at him, like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Andrew flies at him like, uh, Where's my saber toothed brotherhood, you son of a bitch? Like the angry elf on uh, the movie Elf. Yes, exactly. No, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was an interesting AMA. It was a... Justin that did it. Um, Who I like. Justin yeah, I too. like Justin. Uh, but uh, don't hold your breath, Brad he's Drake. No, he's They're not going to do that. I don't know. Huh? Darren McCracken. That's a fake name. I have just started playing Heroclix. was wondering, how do you store your Heroclix? What are some must-have pieces? Yeah, okay, we talk, We answered that part of his question. Um, but he did have a second part we didn't answer. I've got a question about Wolverine and the X-Men long shot. His trait says all attacks are critical hits. So does that mean every attack is an automatic hit? Or do I still need to worry about beating opposing characters' defenses? The wording says well, hits are critical hits. Let's it? bring up Longshot and read exactly what his trait says. 009 Wolverine and the X-Men Longshot. All of Longshot's hits are critical hits. If it said attacks, you would be correct. You would be correct. But since it's hits, it means he has to roll and beat their defense in order for it to be considered a hit. And then, then it's, it's a critical, critical hit. But yes, in general, as far as just plain black and white rules, all critical hits are automatic hits. So, there you go. Yep. I love this long shot. I'm playing him today, too. No, I'm not. No, that was my original mind. team, yeah. yeah. I was originally going to play long shot today. I all love right. that long that shot. That wraps up Mailbag. Just some signing off things. Uh, if you're going to be ordering anything off HD Realms, use the promo code DIALH. That's all one word. You'll get 10% off across the board. 
Um, tell your friends about the podcast. It's really the only way we advertise for this um, Outside podcast. Outside of our $4,000 so, Facebook campaign. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was for my Twitter. <laughs> I think we could use some of that money to pay for what I pay to host the podcast. On <laughs> Oh, I've just been pocketing all the money I've been uh, making off everything, including right. the Dial H merchandise I didn't tell you about. Follow us on Facebook. Andrew Bobbleheads. Andrew. <laughs> Facebook. I would Twitter. be the. I would buy all of them. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you have any questions, send them to dialh4heroclicks at gmail.com. And while you're at it, take a stab at today's uh, retro song at the end of the podcast. Also, check out my gaming blog, player1project.wordpress.com, and that's the number one. And uh, we're right now. I just finished up the Genesis Sega Genesis reviews. I'm about to start Game Boy. And on my poll, uh, I have decided to review Pokemon Yellow. And I thought it'd be cool if instead of picking the game for this system, you guys get to pick my Pokemon team. I'm so mad. Everyone so far has been voting for good shit. I voted fucking Lickitung and Tangela. You're the one who voted for Lickitung and Tangela. <laughs> I was I like, thought about who's, opening... <laughs> whose favorite Pokemon is Tangela? No, 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 I gave you a shit tier team. You're getting Fero, you're getting Lickitung. So go to player1project.wordpress.com. Uh, Gengar, who the fuck gave you Gengar? Check out my uh, check out my work and also cast your votes for which Pokemon I should use for the review. Um, if you guys are uh, PC gamers, uh, go ahead and add me on Steam. I'm Shadow Claimer over there, just like my Twitter handle. Um, I've been playing Rocket League. Yes, me too. Oh my god, I love that game so much, and I'm sad we're out of time, or else I'd continue going on about it for another 45 minutes. We'll see you guys next week. Later, guys.